Blog Talk Radio. When it comes to your next event, the right speaker can have a huge impact on the energy interaction and success of your event and make you a superstar meeting planner. And here's the thing. There's a huge difference between a good speaker and a phenomenal speaker. Meet Brandon Draper, the motivational king for your next meeting, and he's going to ensure your event will start thinking forward. Brandon will set the tone for your event by inspiring your attendees and getting the crowd engaged. And he will make sure that when they get back out in the real world, they are equipped with the playbook, a best-selling book, Becoming Who You Should Be Despite Who You Are, a game plan for success, and a mindset to succeed. Brandon has been a professional speaker ever since his adolescent years, with multiple life-changing events under his belt. And he's a best-selling author, having done events for diverse companies like United Way, Morehouse School of Medicine, Reaching Beyond the Stars, Inc., Duke's Way Academy, Inc., and the Chamber of Commerce, and many more. With Brandon, the audience doesn't just listen, they learn. They take action by making different decisions, searching within themselves, and making commitments to take their performance to the next level. Brandon prides himself on connecting with the audience, while other speakers simply communicate a message that a monkey could deliver. Brandon is a strong leader, and thanks to his personalized approach, the content he presents will be much memorable, and you'll get a huge return on investment whether he's your opening speaker or closing speaker, or does both. Brandon will be the motivation your event needs and maximize the retention and profitability on your investment. Watch Brandon's demo to see him in action. Give him a call at 1-866-678-3391 to discuss your event or click the contact button at startthinkingforwardinc.com. Motivational king, the one and only, the greatest of these lands when it comes to motivation. I'm not being cocky, I'm confident because I deliver an unparalleled message of hope to the masses. This is what I was destined to do, and that is why I'm the king at what I do because it's my job to inspire you off of knowledge and sound doctrine. To elevate your life to a whole nother level. And that's not stage talk, that's real talk. Hey guys, this week is uh, the same talk that we had last week, but this is the part two with the tickophobia, the killer of dreams. So we're going to dive deep again today. Um, hopefully, we have Dr. Angela Reynolds, uh, might, will be joining us hopefully in a few minutes to uh, finish up this conversation, this intense conversation uh, that we had last week. It took us on a lot of different things, but it's so important. That's why we're, we we got to just dive a little bit more deeper to some points that we just couldn't get everything compiled all into last week. So first thing, if you're listening in, um, if you want to reach us and stay in contact with us, you can reach us on facebook.com forward slash start thinking forward. 
university. If you want to find out about any university or classes that we have, um, also if you want to, you can reach us on Facebook. Uh, and this is another one of our pages. To start thinking forward. Eat is our page. Y'all can uh, connect with us on Instagram.com forward slash thinking forward eat. Um, y'all can reach us on Twitter. So we're on every social media there is, I see. Uh, Twitter.com forward slash Purpose Academy 1. And if you're the type of person you like to read a lot, you know, we're also on Blogspot. And that is the Motivational King.blogspot.com. And if you want to connect with us, other than calling in every week, you also can stream us online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash start thinking forward. And our website is www.themotivationalking.com. And if you want to find out any new books that we're working on, any project uh, that's going on, you all can go to, and everything is The Motivational King, and then the word that precedes that. So if you want to find out what book projects we're working on, is www.themotivationalkingbooks. And if you want to find out what events we're doing, is www.themotivationalkingevents with an S. And also you can reach us toll free at one 678 And we'll be willing and able to help you in any circumstance that you may have. Now, on to the quote of the day. Now, this is a very deep quote uh, that, I, that I find and I think is very inspiring. Um, and this is by uh, Pope John the 23rd. He said, consult not your fears, but your hopes and your dreams. Think not about the frustration, but about the unfulfilled potential. Concern yourself not with what you've tried and failed in, but with what is still possible for you to do. Now, when I saw that quote, a couple of things came to mind. One of the things that came to mind when I saw that, and we do have Dr. Reynolds tonight. Um, he just texted me, so he, he's going to be on here. He has a lot going on this week. This brother was moving and shaking, and we didn't get the opportunity last week uh, to talk to him. And I, I kind of digressed a little bit, but we didn't get a, time to talk about his book. I mean, he, he has two books out there right now, uh, so we're going we're gonna to make sure we get that information to you guys. Um, because that book is life-changing. Um, you know, I, I was went online and, and got a copy of it. So, um, you know, it has blew my mind some of the concepts that this brother is coming. And I'm, I'm proud to call him a frat brother. I'm proud to call him a brother. And I'm proud to call him a friend. Um, and he's always willing to come on and visit us and really give us some sound doctrines and information. So, you know, it takes a lot of hard work, work for a Ph.D. and to be at the level that he is and doing some great phenomenal things. Um, and overcome a lot of adversity and a lot of fears. So, and, and that's why it's so interesting to have him a part of the show tonight for this part two series. But back to the quote, it says, consult not your fears but your hopes and dreams. You know, don't consult your fears or things that you're scared of most, but consult your hopes and your dreams. I, and I was just talking to someone today, and I told him, I said, you know, dreams, the, the one thing that dream gives us that it does not give us anything is that it gives us hope. So when you stop dreaming, you stop hoping for better things and, and, and the possibilities. Les Brown said it best when he says, it's not over until, it's not over until I win. 
say that to yourself. Let that be a mantra that you wake up every day. It's not over until I win. I'm not going to consult my fears, but I'm going to consult my hopes and my dreams, my aspirations in life that I know that it's possible. That is possible for me to still do it. No matter what station in life I may find myself to know that it's possible. Think not about your frustrations, but about your unfulfilled potential. Don't think about the frustrations and the things. Every day is going to have its own set of worries and frustrations. Don't don't be frustrated about things that's out of your control. What you need to think about is the unfulfilled potential. What is it that you haven't done, that you have full capability of doing? Concern yourself not with what you've tried and failed in, but what is still possible for you to do. Most of us dwell on the things that we fail at. At one point in time, well, you know, when I tried this, it didn't work. When's the last time you tried? When is the last time you just put it all on the line? But psychophobia, fear of failure is what stops a lot of people. I think that this will be one of the most powerful messages. Part one and part two will be one of the most powerful messages that I do this year because it's something that touches you. Each and everyone is listening to the sound of my voice. This thing touches you wholeheartedly. And I have to deliver a message. That's why I had to come back for part two. And Dr. Reynolds, I, I know uh, if, if you're, you're on the line right now. Are, are you there? Yes, sir. I'm here, Brandon. Okay. So we have Dr. Uh, Reynolds on the line. Um, and, you know, what I was saying, you know, this is going, this is like one of the most powerful messages, and I, I kind of, I really, we were both extensive. Uh, you know, Dr. Reynolds has a lot of extensive study in this, and you know, I've done some some research because I mean, it's it's so powerful, and it's a message that a lot of people we, we kind of skate around. A lot of speakers, a lot of motivators, people skate around it because it's a it's a tough thing to look somebody in the face or to to, to talk to them and tell them that you know, embrace failure. Embrace failing at things. It's it's okay. A lot of people don't want to fail. The only thing they didn't want to fail is prosperity and and stuff. You know that that really doesn't take you to the next level. You know it's okay to get a pat on the back when you're doing good, but it's not okay to get a pat on the back when you, when you chewed up like some bubble gum. And and it's not because you're chewed up like some bubble gum because you just chew that way, but because you may not have the right information, or if you have the right information, you're not executing at the right time. And if you have the right information, you have to choose the right time, but you're doing it in the wrong season. Those are things that over time compound into you ultimately failing and then creates a newfound fear in your life. So tonight, once again, me and Dr. Reynolds, we're going to dive deep. And, brother, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm coming for that title real soon. I want to put doctor in front of my name so bad, um, not because it just sounds good, but – I know it's a lot of work, and I, I can just imagine the the information, the world of knowledge uh, that you have by obtaining. Because it wasn't really about you becoming a doctor; it really was about what you became in the process of becoming a doctor. What all you learned? Because every time I get on this and I listen to you, I learn something, um, and I always put myself in the teacher mode because you've been doing this a lot longer than I have. And you have a a, a different perspective 
on things. And, and that's why I appreciate you so much coming on tonight to share your nuggets, your wisdom, your expertise at what you do, because not everyone uh, gets to that, to, to, that, to, that, to that type of achievement. You know, I would say 1% of people that even go to college, out of all people that go to college, I think 1%, or might even be less than that, 1% actually get a, a doctorate on something. So, man, I really commend you, and I really appreciate you, and I, don't, I want you to know that I don't take it lightly that, that you're here tonight sharing your information with us. Um, so, you know, I'm going to hand it, hand it over to you and, and, and you know, so you can kind of express your ideas a little bit about, you know, what's going on. Yeah, uh, Brandon, thank you for, um, again, um, having me on first and foremost um, because it's always an honor and a pleasure to be uh, amongst people like yourself who are impacting um, the world. And I, and I say that wholeheartedly because, you know, that's what you're doing. And I've, I've been several times and have had a chance to really listen to your topics and also and how you really are able to dissect things and break it down so that we all can get a good idea about transformation, about change, about breaking barriers. And one of the things that, that really strikes strikes me is credentials. Um, I was I was one of those people that was never even interested in a doctorate degree. In fact, in fact, when I got out of college for undergraduate, um, I still didn't even know at that time what a PhD meant. <laughs> but for me, for for me, my story, you know, goes beyond um, the title of having a PhD. My story goes to the to the midst of what we all deal with at some point in our lives, such as people telling you 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 can't do something. Um, and one of the reasons why you and I gravitated in the beginning so much is because we share very similar instances, particularly that in education, where we have been told that you're not able to get uh, this credential, you're not able to go this far, um, you're not good enough, you're functionally illiterate. I mean, these are things that you and I share personally, but I think it's impactful to share with your listeners because because we all go through stumping stones, and we've all been told or doubted something that someone said We've doubted ourselves, and we've been told by other people that it's just impossible to do. So when you have shows like this, it's just such an honor for me to be on, to talk about it, to share information. Sharing information and boasting is two different things. That's one of the things that I'm that runs me away is being boastful because this is not about being boastful. This is about sharing uh, and something that you always talk about, and I agree so wholeheartedly about having the right information, but also the application of using that information to get whatever you want. And I think when you start to look at things that way, you start to strategically plan and have a vision and a blueprint of how to do things. Um, you know, one of the things that I looked, you mentioned about the quote, um, and I can't, I can't, I can't quote it verbatim, but what comes to mind about dreams, um, there was the word consult. And when I think about the word consult, I think about it being a form of strategy, consulting with where I am right now, but also strategically planning about my direction. And so you hit it right on the head when you talked about dreams. You know, they're dream busters. They're people that get in our way for whatever reason. They're challenges, obstacles, and barriers that seem to somehow gravitate 
to things when we're trying to do something. And so dreams, a lot of dreams uh, don't come true. All dreams are possible, um, but they don't always come true. And they don't always come true is because people become discouraged. People become frustrated. People give up. It gets really hard. People are not willing to sacrifice. Unfortunately, life happens. And what happens when life happens, people say, you know, is it really worth it? And then you begin to question yourself. We've all done it. I've done it. You've done it. And people listening have done it. And so somebody's probably listening now saying, how do I get myself into a position where I consult with my dream so I can do uh, for me? Because it's about doing for you. And there's a ton of things that are in our way. We have families. We have jobs. We have careers. We have lifestyles. We have all these things that we have to do. But at the end of the day, what have you done for yourself? And I think that piece there, the key word in what you talked about in the quote is what really stood out for me was consulting with your dream. Um, And I think we should talk a little bit about consulting with your dream because ultimate times, you know, we have people that are probably listening who are best-selling authors, you know. We got actors who are listening. We got people who want to be uh, uh, models. We have people who want to go into education, who are just fearful about even sitting in a classroom. You know, these are things that come across your mind, and then you look up one day, and you never did, and you become the shoulda, coulda, woulda, that you never really amounted to what you really deserve. And so that's why I was excited. I'm always excited about your shows because you always have impactful information that is life-boggling. And when you have someone like you, Brandon, who comes out and is not afraid to talk about it and be candid, because you we, you know a lot of times we tiptoe around issues, you know we, we don't we don't want to we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, um, but I just like your approach because it's directive, it's candid, but it's also professionally done in a way that it makes people feel comfortable. So I I think you know I think with the notion about dreams and consulting with your dreams. And and staying the course is the only way. The only way that you don't reach your dreams is that you actually give up because we've all read about successful people. And all the people that I have read about from from Nelson Mandela all the way down, I mean, hundreds and hundreds and probably thousands of people that I've read in a lifetime so far, all of them had major trials, tribulations, setbacks, and obstacles. All of them. All of them, and you'll be surprised that you say, "Well, he didn't have this." Yes, he did. <laughs> well, he didn't go through this. Yes, he did, and more. And so, when it brings the issue about taking care of ourselves, I think that is a big piece. And I know, if I can recall from last week, you know, we were talking about we got into a little bit of politics for a minute because we were talking about <laughs> people, people waiting for. We had a we had a great caller call in because we were talking about. The politics, he was talking about how people come up with all these excuses about, well, you know, I'm going to just see if there's going to be a Democrat or Republican in office next. Uh, um, I'm going to see what the Tea Party is going to do. Or I'm going to see what we need to get another black or minority in office. And we came to the conclusion, if I'm correct, Brandon, all the three of us on the phone, we said it really didn't matter who was in office. Because, because, because why should that matter? 
who's in office when you're creating your own destiny. So just wanted to throw that out there. I hear some music that must mean a time out there, so I don't want to go too far, but I, I, I love what no. you have here, so I want to dialogue on it more. Yeah. No, no, no. That's just, that's just the background music playing. We ain't trying to tell you that. And we're not shooting you off the stage, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no. I know we're not. I know one time I was at I was at a big event, and then the music stopped playing. I said, and then somebody <laughs> started doing the finger, said, wrap it up. I said, time to go. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, Brent, but, but Brandon, I think, um, you know, I think um, one of the things that that people would be interested in learning about would be direction, and the word consult just really sticks and resonates with me right now because it's about consultation. When you go to the doctor, what's the first thing you do? A consult. They find out what's wrong with you. You're coughing, Dr. Reynolds. Your throat hurt. Let me look in your ears. Let me look in your nose. How's your fever? They take my blood pressure. That's a consult. That's the first thing that they do when you go to any doctor to get checked out. They do a consultation. When you take your car in for something, they do a diagnostic consultation. And consultation is the beginning of the forefront, if you will. Because finding out what the issues, the barriers, and the challenges are is your first consultation. And when you're able to do that, I believe you'll start to have some direction. And I think you will become creative and strategizing of how you're going to get to where you want to get to. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes perfectly good sense. Man, you, you brought up some um, inter- uh, interesting points tonight. Um, one of the things you talked about, and we didn't really get to talk about it last week, and I'm glad you brought it up again. Um, I really want to touch base on it, but we were running out of time last week. But when you mentioned about dream stealing, um, or dream busters, that's how you put it. Yeah. I call them dream people. I call them dead people that, that see your dreams. And, and the funny thing about that is, um, that a couple of things I want to talk about. Um, one of the things about dream stealers is that a lot of times their rationale or, or, or what they do towards you is not that they dislike you or hate you. Some of them do. Um, but some of the biggest dream busters, you know, sad to say, is, is going to be the people's most closest friends and family. And it's not because they dislike you or don't want you to be successful. I always tell people this. If a person cannot see success for themselves, how in the world are they ever going to see it for you? If someone has never had success or never experienced it or don't know what it looks like to go after it, how can they see it for yourself? I had an interesting conversation today with someone, and I, and I explained to them, I said, uh, have you ever been to a football game? And they said, yeah, yeah, I've been in a football game. I said, were you a player? I'm like, nah, I wasn't a player. I was part of the band. I, I was sitting in the in the bleachers or whatever like that. So I said, oh, basically, you was a spectator, right? I said, yeah, 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 I was a spectator. I said, so what if I tell you that life is just like a, a football game? I said, you got two types of people in this world. You got people that are playing because life is nothing but a game, really. And, and don't take that literally. Take that kind of metaphorically in, in, in the instance. But then at the same time, don't take it metaphorically. Take it literally. Life is but a game. But it's those that choose to play an active role in their life that actually take the field and run plays to try and attempt to win or make a touchdown are the ones that truly reach what we would consider as success, whatever that is, because success doesn't have to be an amount of money. Success is whatever it is to you. It doesn't, your success may not be the same. You may not use the same measuring stick for success between each other, but you have your definition of 
success and what you like to see in your life. But in order for you to have that success in what you see, you have to be willing to play. You cannot sit on the sideline being a spectator and allow other people to spectate to you and keep you sitting on the bleachers looking at the game being played that you should be in the game because they're stealing your dreams and telling you that you're not capable of doing something. They tell you that you, you, you're not real. What makes you think that you should do this? Who are you? Well, when someone says that, you should say that I am somebody and I'm fully capable of doing it. Just because you don't see it for me does not mean I can't do it. Just because you don't see it. You cannot get the tree confused with the seed. The seed is what you plant in the ground. It's what you see, but you as a visionary, you must see that seed growing to a tree when everyone else sees the seed. The only thing they see is that you planted the seed and they don't see nothing coming through the dirt, so they automatically assume that it's nothing. And what I want to dive into, I'm going to go and dive into this one story that I already know Dr. Reynolds is going to dive deep into who I'm talking about. Um, it's the road less traveled. Everyone, we, everyone likes to use that phrase. I hate phraseology that people use and never really explain what it means. Now, most people, well, that's common sense. Not really. Because sometimes when we say little phraseologies and stuff like that, we get the, 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 the gist of it, but we really don't, we're not able to really digest what it means. And people say, the road less traveled. You hear a lot of people, the road less traveled. You got to get on the road less traveled. Well, let me, let me break this thing down. The road less traveled. In the, in the general scheme of things, the road less traveled simply means this meaning that in life you want to have things, you want to go after your dreams, that you have to go on the road less traveled. You can't go on the beaten path that everyone else is going through. Because if you go down the beaten path that everyone else is going through, then you shall have what everyone else has. But if you go down the road or you go down with the path of least resistance, you go down the, the way that is, is, is that the, is the hardest, and no one has ever ventured to, that you're going to have new, inspired, aspirations of life. But let me break this thing down to, to modern day, what that means. When you travel on the road, less travel, you have a, there's a great chance you're going to run out of gas. You're going to run out of gas because the gas stations are a lot further apart or there's none at all. So you're going to have to have somebody to fuel you up. Now, check this out, guys. I want you to understand this. I want you to follow this story in my head. You're traveling on the road less traveled. So meaning instead of you hitting the highways like everyone else, you decide to go on the country road. Now, the country road tells you there's a, there's a gas station every 100 miles. So if you know what's good for you, better gas up. Let's just say you start on the road and you didn't pay attention to the signs. So you're going down the road. And you get 75 miles down this road and you run out of gas, or you get halfway down the road, you run out of gas. You can't call the person that's traveling on the road that's traveled the most, that they're going on the highway, because that's to them that makes sense. Their father did it, their mother did it. Everyone that they knew traveled on the regular road, the regular highway. They didn't travel the road less, traveled because it's dangerous, it's harder, there's debris, there's all types of stuff in the way. And then you get on the phone, business owner, because you're traveling on the road less travel, you're going after your dreams, and you're traveling on the road less travel, and you pick up that handy-dandy cell phone, follow, follow the story, you pick up that cell phone, and you call one of the spectators that's taking the main road, and you say, look, I need some help. I ran out of gas. 
Well, I don't got nothing. That's what they're going to start. I don't got to do that. No one told you to go down that road. You could have easily been on the highway. If you was on the highway, I could easily got back on the interstate, took an exit, get in the interstate, and come help you. But now I got to go out of my way to travel somewhere that you decided that you wanted to go. Here, here's the bashing. Well, you, well, now you got to take out a loan with me, business owner. How's that business going? Now you in business for yourself. Now you got to take a loan out with me, so I'm going to throw it in your face because you should be like me and get a job. Why are you only calling me asking me for money? This is them beating you up because now you have to make the phone call and say, I need help. I need rescue. Right? Now check this out. When you might run out of gas, obstacles, bushes, branches on the road that you have to sit to get out of your car and move those things out of the way. That's your that's your rent getting behind. That's your car note getting behind. You gotta get out and move those shrubs out of the way. And guess what? You can't call the person on the main highway to help you because they don't understand. To them, what you're doing is foreign. You're traveling on a road that they don't understand. So not that they don't love you, they don't care about you. It's just that they don't understand you. When people don't understand you, they're not going to support you. That doesn't mean they're bad. That doesn't mean your mother, your daddy, your sister, your uncle, your cousin. That doesn't mean that they're bad. They don't understand you. Now, you might catch a flat tire, but what's going to happen is that when you're on the road less traveled, there's other people just like you, but they're just not as much people. So you might have to wait a while for someone to come down the road to gas you up or to help you change your tire. You might need somebody on the road less traveled to come and pump you up and tell you that it's possible, that, that I got this far, or, or you get a little further and you meet them with an option. Or, or they get with you and they meet you with but they're telling you this possible, that they heard from someone else that's further up the road that it's clear. But if you've got to get past this checkpoint, if you can get past this checkpoint, you can move to another level, but you cannot be scared when the nighttime comes and you're still on the road and you only can see 50 feet in front of you, what can you do? You cannot call the spectator, the people on the main road, because they got life and they understand that that's how you're supposed to operate, is that when you're traveling down the road, you're supposed to have life. You're not supposed to have debris on the roadway, and if there is, someone moves it for you. But you on the road less travel, so when debris falls on the road, there's nobody to move it except you if you're planning on, planning on traversing through that next level to the next checkpoint. So what are you going to do when you only can see 50 feet in front of you and you still got to do it? Either you're going to turn back around and give up to go back to the same hell you came through, or you're going to keep on traversing forward and consulting your dreams, consulting your aspirations in life, like Dr. Reynolds mentioned. That's what you're going to have to do when you reach this critical point and people are tearing you down. What are you going to do? You've got to consult those that have the similar mindset in mind sight as you. Before I hand before I hand over to Dr. Dr. Reynolds, I, I gotta say one thing with you. And that is this. Understand that the person that you look into in the mirror, the person that you are in your head has to be stronger than the person that's looking in the mirror because the person that you look into your eyes and you see that person in that mirror that person has been going through all types of hell, and their situation is not looking good. But the person you got to be inside your mind has to be stronger than the person in the mirror. And eventually, the person in the mirror will be just as strong as the person in your mind. 
That's why you cannot confuse your mind sight with your eyesight. I never judge a person from about where they're at. I never judge a person where they're at. I always judge people about where they're going because your circumstances doesn't mean anything. It's about where you're going and what you're thinking and what you think about most is going to determine where you go. So stop thinking about what other people think. It's time for you to start thinking for yourself and take your life to the next level and not operating out of fear. And I know someone's out there saying, Brandon, that's a lot easier. It's, a lot, it's easier said than done, but guess what? If you keep saying it and don't do it, it's always going to be that way. Change it up. Take action. Dr. Reynolds, I, I, I yield to you, sir. Man, you, you said a mouthful there. I mean, a ton of, you know, great stuff. And, I, you know, one of the things that, that um that sticks out to me that you mentioned about go uh uh dream busters and you know people are listening now because I know that fa- family unfortunately can be at times your worst enemy um and I know you know one of the things that was said to me in the beginning when I first started this journey of trying to do what I'm doing um you know some things were said to me like well why don't he get a real job I'll never forget, I was on the corner of 17th and L Street, Northwest Washington, D.C. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to gain employment at the time. And Brandon, I won't get into that, but you know my story. And I was out selling books on the corner, hot with a hey, brother, if, you want, if you want to, man, we got, we got time if you want to. You, you can. We have, we have time if you want to. Well, just to give people the head up, at, 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 at the time... Okay. Um, at that particular time, because I had a felony conviction, and I don't want to go into too much detail, I wasn't able to gain employment. So how I really started this journey was creating my own destiny by getting out on the street, writing and selling my books. So that's how I started, just to kind of sum it up. But I remember a family member who was so dear to me saying, uh, why don't you just go get a real job? Because they didn't think that selling books, my work that I wrote, published, was a real work. And so... The thing that was so striking, and I'm telling you, when, when people say that to you, especially people who are very close to you, it's, it's very hurtful. And what I did not do and what happens to a lot of people is you take the hurt and you become defeated. But I didn't do that. I kept on going. And I remember a specific day. It must have been about 95 degrees I was at 17th and L Street, Northwest Washington, D.C., my son and I. He must have been about five or six at the time. And we were on the corner selling books. My wife calls me. She said, the lights are out. I said, what do you mean? She said, the bill, we didn't pay the bill in time. We have no power. It was at that moment. This is a true story. I'm not making this up. This is real stuff. It was at that point I decided that every day, I was going to get out and sell a minimum of 20 books. Brandon has heard this story before. And I tell this story not to brag about it, but tell you where you have to dig down and grab and find out who you really are. And from that point on, in fact, one of my family members rode by. I was at the corner, and he rolled the window down and said, what are you doing? I said, what does it look like I'm doing? And I was talking to people. People were buying books. I was talking. I was making money. So he comes over and says, oh, can I talk to you? I said, I can't talk right now. I don't have any power at home. Said, what do you mean by that? You need some money? I don't need no money. I'm making money right now. My point to say that is sometimes things have to be 
carried to the extreme. And what Brandon, what I what I hear and what I gather from what you're talking about, you know, when you're in the rut and when things come your way, it's it's really up to you. I mean, Michael Jackson talked about starting with the man in the mirror, and Donald Trump talked about the buck begins and ends with me. And if you say if it's the be, it's up to me. What does all that mean, though? What what does that really mean at the end of the day or in the morning when you get up and you're struggling? and you want to start something, but you just can't get going. What does that mean? You all have to be able to find what your niche is. How bad do you want it? The unfortunate thing, Brandon, myself, and any other speaker or author can't tell you how to do that. We can give you tools. I can suggest all day long. Listen, guys, go out, do A, B, and C. But at the end of the day, you have to create what's going to work for you. And the worst thing about People who are trying to follow a dream and have these aspirations is, and like Brandon said, I totally agree with him on this. I don't think it's so much that people are hating or want to see you fail. They don't understand. Listen, when it's Sunday night and people go to who are in the workforce and they have to be to work on Monday and you're up working all night long and you've been working all week, the person who gets up and set the alarm clocks and they lay down after the news and they got to get up at 5 or 6 o'clock, they have no idea what you're trying to do. It's not that they don't care. It's like they wonder, like, why don't this dude just fill out an application and go get a job? And when people don't know your vision and understand, we take it, and I've done this personally. I'm going to use myself personally. I took offense to it. And I'm thinking that people are trying to hurt me, but they weren't trying to hurt me. I did too. They did just too. didn't. They didn't understand my struggle and what I was trying to do. Does that make sense? Totally, totally. And and I, I and, mean, I, I and agree with you. yeah, yeah. And I think the people. And I think what happens is, we 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 obviously we gravitate to people who are who we're closest to. That's normal. It's normal to gravitate to a parent or, or someone, an aunt, an uncle, a mother, a father, or a brother, someone who we're obviously been close to. But at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you guys, listen, on the phone, you know, you, you, you got to really, I mean, you've got you've to act like, no, you know, one of these things that I think, um, I don't know if it was Les Brown or somebody, somebody talked about having having to want, want it so bad it's almost like you, it's like you have to breathe. Like that's how bad Eric Thomas. you want. Eric yeah, you, you, you. I mean, you got to want it so bad that it's like because you know you got to breathe to live. So it's like you got to be able to create this destiny for yourself and act like it's your breath. And you know when you're able to do that. And, and guess what? I'm gonna say this on a side note: is that we begin to some of us lost momentum. I lost momentum over the years. Things happen. Uh, times change, people change, circumstances change. But at the end of the day, when you lose momentum, you've got to find a way to get back. Some of you may be listening now, and you started something and you fail, and you started something again and it didn't work out. You had to go get a job. So that doesn't mean that you're not an entrepreneur. That doesn't mean that you your dreams are over. That doesn't mean that you've given up. You've only given up when you completely stop doing which you have your mindset to do. When you put it down totally and say, I'm not doing that anymore, now you've quit. Now you're done. Now you've done. You're done. Once you put it down and never touch it and try to do anything, you're done. 
But until you do that, I believe that you still have a creative destiny and an optimal level of success waiting for you right at your door. And most of us, many of us, quit five minutes before the before the dream comes to fruition. Some people are right there. Some people are right there at the door, and they didn't realize it, but they quit five minutes before that dream comes to fruition. You know how many people now, I was in prison, the prison system one time talking, and a guy said to me, he said, Dr. Reynolds, everything you're saying is great. I love it. But he says, you know what a lot of talent is? Right here in the penitentiary and in the ground. I said, really? He said, yeah. Prison is filled with shoulda, coulda, wouldas. The cemeteries are filled with people who shoulda, coulda, wouldas. And that's what he was, and he was right. So many people, whatever reason, they took a turn to the right or the left. They didn't make it. They gave up. They ended up dying or they went to prison. And there's so many talented people that are incarcerated who have, who are professional athletes who are authors, who are et cetera, et cetera. And some people just didn't make it because they overcame it. Some people committed suicide. Some people have taken this so far where it just took them out. They became depressed, stressed, couldn't handle the pressure. And I'm not saying this to scare people. I'm just bringing awareness to some of the things that you may run across as you're going on your journey because it's nothing but a journey. And the only people that are going to get to the end of the journey are the people who decide that they're not going to give up. Never. And I know we've said that. We see it on posters. People say, oh, never quit. Never quit. Don't you, you know, sometimes when you hear people say, never give up on your dream, it sounds so superficial sometimes. <laughs> it does because when people can speak, never give up on your dream. And you're sitting there and you scratch your head about, well, what about when I have no money I'm homeless? Mm. I mean, because we're talking about people who slept in their cars, who didn't who 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 didn't have a meal, who didn't know lie to die from anybody, as my grandmother used to say, and who became some of the most successful people that ever lived, and they didn't know where their next meal was coming, and they slept in their cars. So what did that person? What you go home at night, you sleeping in a nice bed, you got hot meals. How can this person make it? And they sleeping in the car, scrounging for a meal, scrounging for somewhere to wash, and they make it and you don't. What's the reason why? That person refused to give it up. They refused to, I don't care if I'm in the swamp, I'm going to go after what I need to do. And at some point, at some point, Brandon, what happens is the world gets tired of beating up on you. Mm-hmm. And as we know, God steps in and he does amazing things for those people who have taken the initial steps and take and they can't take no more. And then you're rescued because the world says, you know what, Brandon has done everything to try to make sure he impact lives and he's done this and that. And now there's a guardian angel that comes down and now doors begin to come open that were closed for so long. And now... Brandon is living his dream, but he's impacting lives and talking about his story. Is that why we here, Brandon? Because that's what I believe. Man, I'm 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 tracking like a hound dog. Man, let, let me let me tell you something. I always tell people when you get down and, and things are hitting you, one of the one of the most profound uh, movies I've ever uh, watched 
um, and, and it brings tears. It just sends a chill down my spine and thinking about it. If you can get to the point where, and, and like, like you said, a lot of times people say, believe in yourself and all that stuff. And it, it really does sound superficial, but what I, what makes me different as a speaker, as an as a inspirational speaker, motivator, whatever you want to call me, is that I try to give people something of substance. And there's a couple of key components to that. One of the things I want to want to kind of talk about um, is the early bird catch the worm. That's another thing that we hear. What does that mean, early bird catch the worm? Now, if you look from, from a psychological approach, there's two things that come to mind. One is natural selection, and the second is uh, social Darwinism that talks about, you know, survival of the fittest. Now, mm-hmm. I believe that all concepts that we think about it can be complex or we can make it simple because if we can understand it at the simplest level, we always can understand it at the complex level. So I like to break things down. So let's take the concept of the, er- the, the early bird gets the worm. Now, a bird only follows its nature. But there are some birds that we call through natural selection, meaning that for some reason they, they understand just a little bit more than the other birds that in order for me to survive and to reproduce, I must have sustenance. I must have something that, that feed my baby, baby birds, my little chicks. I, I got to keep doing so. In order for me to get a worm, I, I found out, and this is a bird, birds in their mind say, you know what? I find when I go out 7, 8 o'clock in the morning, there's no worms left. So maybe I need to try it at 6. 6, still no worms. So the bird says, you know what? Maybe I need to do it at 5. Five mm-hmm. times the bird gets the worm. While the other birds, same same nature, same calling, but they choose to keep going at the same time every day. Mm-hmm. Might catch mm-hmm. the worm, may not. But the bird that wakes up early in the morning gets the worm, is able to feed his baby, and then it continues to reproduce. And more birds that look just like that bird starts reproducing, and while the other birds die out. This concept is the same. It's emblematical to mm-hmm. business and in life. Because mm-hmm. the thing about it is this. You may not have it naturally in you to go into business for yourself. You may not have a natural ability to just to go and make things happen and motivate yourself, but everything that we talk about are things that can be learned. You may not be the best at marketing, sales, uh, PR, none of those things. But what you have to understand is that those things are learnable. I've read uh, the, the book, um, The Entrepreneur Roller Coaster, and is written by the, um, the, the former the, uh, founder of uh, Success Magazine. And one of the things he talked about was very interesting was that he met a gentleman that was loud, obnoxious, you know, told jokes that weren't, wasn't even funny and laughed too long about his own jokes. And he was sitting at this dinner trying to figure this guy's angle out. Because he said, you know, there's no way that this guy is the CEO of a multi-billion dollar corporation. There's no way. So without having that much skepticism in his voice, he said to the gentleman, said, how, did you, how did you get where you're at? And you know what his response was, Dr. Reynolds? And everyone, yeah. you know what his response was? He said, I always made sure that I was the dumbest person in the room. Mm. And when I first 
saw that, I started laughing. I'm like, okay, I got to see what, where is this going? He said, I always ensured that I was the dumbest person in the room. What he did was that he surrounded himself with people that was a lot smarter than him because he said a couple mm-hmm. of things which showed his intelligence. He said, number one, if I have, if I have a marketing dilemma, and we got to figure out where our next marketing campaign is, is, is going to come from, and I figure it out before my marketing uh, exec does, then we got a problem. We're going we're gonna mm-hmm. to be in the trenches. We're going to be going to the trenches. Mm-hmm. He said, if my chief operating officer, does, we have an operation that we don't know what we're going to do, and I'm the one to come up with the strategy, the idea, we're in trouble. So the key to it is surrounding yourself around like-minded people that's even advanced than you. And that's how he was able to build a multi-billion dollar company. And we see this, these examples prominent all over. So if you want to, if you want to try to figure out your, your dreams and, and, and things get hard, which they will. You know, if you see that movie Pursuit of Happiness, you see without a doubt that, you, uh, you know, Will Smith, who betrayed the, um, the main character in that book, in the movie, was that he mm-hmm. went crap. That that blows your mind. He was sleeping in a shelter shelter with his son. He had the time thing, but he wanted it that bad. He was an early bird that decided he wanted the worm, so he woke up early. He went to sleep late, and he did it over and over and over until the universe just got tired of beating up on him and say, "Here you go, you got the position." Now he's a multi-millionaire. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't give up just because people said he couldn't do it. His wife looked him in his face and told him to not do it. I'm tired of these harebrained schemes. I'm moving on. I'm gone. I want a new life for myself. She gave up on herself and she gave up on him. And she gave up on her child. So when it comes to dream, if you can just keep dreaming and have that hope to keep on pushing just a little bit more. Like like Dr. Reynolds said, we can't give it to you. We can't. There's no magic. The secret is that there is no secret. There's not a magic formula. There's not a magic bean or fruit that you can eat to get the information. You have to be wanting it better. It might take a real bad situation for you to look deep in yourself. You know what? I never want to be in this position again. For me, the breaking point was me. When I went into my walk-in closet for a house that I could not afford, and I fell down to my knees, ladies and gentlemen, and I cried like a newborn baby because I wanted something so damn bad, and it seemed like it was so elusive. I, I was doing every, I felt as if I was doing everything I was supposed to do, but I always stayed behind the proverbial eight ball, no matter how hard I tried. And I just wanted to give up. There were many times I said, you know what, Lord, I'm just going to give up. I'm a dud. What makes me? What may, maybe they? Maybe they were right. Maybe my God, God's counsel was right when she told me I wasn't capable of going to college. Maybe she, maybe I wasn't. Maybe I should have been fixing on cars and painting houses. Maybe I should be out in the heat cutting grass. Maybe, maybe that's the best that I can do. Maybe maybe they were right. Who the hell am I to think that I can write a book? Who the hell am I to think that I can become a best-selling author? Maybe they were right. And there's a part of me that when I looked in that mirror and I saw that person talking, I said to myself, my mind said, you know what, shut the hell up. It's not over until you win. 
Go after it no matter what, no matter who laughed at you. And I stopped caring what other people said. I didn't care that the repo man was coming anymore. I wasn't scared anymore. Because I said, you know what, they take that car, I'll get another one. I said, I can't have this. It's a 5,000 square foot home. I don't have this. I'll get another one. I'll get another one. I stopped caring about what other people thought of me, and I said, I'm going after it, and when I get it again, I'm going to have it bigger and better than I ever had it before. That I'm not going to give up on my dreams just because someone said I can't do it. Just because the circumstances get just a little bit hard. It's about having a right perspective. It's about having that multi-million dollar perspective that even when times are turbulent, we, even when you're in turmoil, that you still can keep a million-dollar smile. My mama used to tell me an old saying. She says, even if you have a pity in your pocket, no one should ever know. That you should carry yourself as if you are what it is that you want to be, not what you are today. I never forget those words she told me. For me, so I need to be what I, I need to act the way I what I want to be in my life instead of what I am today. Doesn't matter. That 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 book I wrote, becoming who you should be, despite who you are. Becoming who you should be, despite who you are. It does not matter who you are today. It's about becoming who you should be. Not the circumstances of where you're at, but it's changing certain behaviors that you do that prevent you from moving forward. Changing your behavior, how you look at fear, how you examine fear. Yeah, it's hard. Like Dr. Man was talking, it's hard. But you got to work and try to manage the business at the same time. It's very hard. It's difficult when you don't have no money coming in and you still got to keep a positive attitude. But the, the two things that you can't control, that's one is your mind and your attitude and your action. That's three. Three things you control, your mind, your attitude, and your action. Those things are in your control. So what are you going to do? Are you going to get the information you need to align yourself and position yourself to win? And a lot of people miss that. They miss that part of it. And I think that's a, that's a key to success is that under control the things that you can't control until you can get in control. Because for the majority of your ride, like the roller coaster, entrepreneur roller coaster, the majority of the rides, you're, you're going to be out of control. Control what you can control. Don't give that control away. Don't give your control away to fear, frustration, disappointment, rejection. Keep pushing because at the end of the game, just know, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? I'm telling you, if you keep doing what you're doing, it's only a matter of time. It's impossible for you to fail at something if you keep doing it over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Eventually, you're going to get a break. These jobs call the 150 to 200 plus people a day. And mind you, remember, this is, this, is in the, this is the 90s and the 80s. Just imagine someone calling someone. Over and over and over. There's only so many computer companies that, that existed in, in California at the time. What would you call it? The um, um, Silicon Valley and all this stuff going on. There's only so many companies that existed during that time. So you keep calling the same companies over and over and over, saying the same damn thing over and over, and they keep telling you the same thing. No, 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 no. And he kept calling. What if that was you? Put yourself in his shoes. What if that was you and your business and your company today? And you knew at the end of the day, if you kept doing it, you would be received jobs today. Would you stop calling? Would you stop believing? Would you stop dreaming? 
each day you woke up, you would have a bigger smile on your face because you're ready to do whatever. Because you're like, I got to give up 50 million cars. I'm going to give up 50, 100 cars a day. I'm going to call 300 people because I know at the end of the game I'm going to win and I know what my life is going to be. But the thing about it is we don't know. We don't know. But we got to know that we will make it. Steve Jobs knew he was going to make it before he could see it. He saw the tree when everyone else was staring at the seed. And he kept calling every day. And he kept telling them, you don't know what you missed now. If you don't get on this right now, you don't know what you're missing out on. I'm telling you, click. He'd get on the phone. He didn't lose. He didn't blink an eye. He got back on the phone again. Hey, this is Steve Jobs. I'm calling from Apple. Hey, y'all guys working in your garage? Who told you that? Click up. Oh, he'd get on the phone. He'd call again. He never gave up on his dream. He never gave up on his dream. And look where he began. Look what, what happened to him. Even, even, when he, even when he got in the company, stuff happened and kicked him out, he never gave up. And he wound up taking Apple back over again. And in the midst of that, he created another company called Pixar and sold it to Disney. Let me tell you something. The man never gave up on his dreams and his ambitions, what he wants in life. Just imagine for a second it was impossible for you to fail. What would you be willing to do if it was impossible for you to fail? Dr. Reynolds, I'm going to yield to you, brother. I'm sweating because I, I just, oh, man, I'm just, I'm just fired up. I, I know someone connected with that tonight. I feel like someone is about to change their life. So I yield to you, my brother. Yeah, I think, Brandon, I mean, thank you for sharing, for sharing that with us, with us all. And, um, you know, one of the biggest things and what, what I want listeners to take away tonight from a learning perspective and also a teaching tool, we need to read more, but we need to read about others. When they say inspirational stories, read this stuff. Like, I'm telling you, you will be so pr- Like, B.B. King just passed away, the king of blues, right? And before he passed away, I mean, of course, I knew B.B. King, but I had never read his story. Listen. B.B. King, sitting on the corner in Louisiana on the street with his hands playing his guitar 24 hours a day. His hands swell up so much, they start bleeding, right? People walk by like he was a panhandler. He was the king of blues back then. Nobody knew he didn't have that title, but he worked because he knew he had a talent and he knew he could play good music. People started to recognize it. Years later, Dizzy Gillespie. Play his horn so much. I read his all about His stayed with his grandmother. He used to play his trumpet so much that his grandmother had to rush him to the hospital because his lips was bleeding so bad because he wouldn't get off the horn. Because he knew he had talent. He knew he had a gift, and he wanted to be the best trumpet player to ever play, and he was. But his grandmother said, you got to stop playing that horn, boy. You go to the hospital. He said, take me to the hospital. He couldn't even eat because his lips were so swollen. See, that's passion. When you read about people like Roger Goodell, I read about him. And Roger Goodell, people say, oh, he's a commissioner. He's making $18 million a year. Roger Goodell worked in the mailroom and wrote 49 letters asking to be admitted as, a, as the, uh, as a, as be considered the commissioner or have an interview for the job. He got 49 rejections. Guess what happened at the 50th letter? They called him in for an interview. See, that's what I'm talking about, Brandon. That's what you're saying. 
And that's what I'm trying to get. You're trying to get listeners to be aware of that nobody has it easy. Nobody. Nobody has it easy. If it was that easy, everybody would be successful. Everybody would be rich. And everything would be so hunky-dory. You read these stories. So I encourage people tonight. We've been given some really good information, but I'm encouraging people to just read about people who are successful. Read Colonel Sanders' story. Colonel Sanders went around 98, 98, he got 98 rejections from 48 states, 47 states in the country because they said, ain't nobody going to eat this chicken. Took him 22 years to sell his recipe. Best chicken you ever had. Nobody has it easy. And what Brandon is saying tonight and what I really honor and praise and thank him for is his honesty. Because, you know, you know, you have to learn, you have to learn what others have done. That's why people write biographies. Nelson Nelson Mandela, 26 years in prison. 26 years. How many how many how many of us could have done that? Come out. Be a different man, change man, change the world. 26 years. Those are people that went through serious turmoil. You know what the prison like is in um South Africa was like? Not like the prisons here. Ain't no cable. So, you know, what I want people, what I want to share as far as teaching tonight, I want people to start looking at inspirational stories. Start doing research. Read about other people. It is so important because all too many times we don't have a reference point. And many of us start and we don't know our reference point. What is our reference point? Who has been successful in what you want to do? You want to start a coffee shop. People say, well, you know, Starbucks is the biggest franchise in the world. So what? Now I'm going to start Mimi's Coffee Shop. Who's Mimi? I don't know. You're going to know soon. Make a brand name for yourself. They did. Charles Schultz, whoever thought he would have the biggest coffee chain in the world. Charles Schultz used to break in uh, uh, meters and take the money out in New York City. People didn't know that. <laughs> he used to break in the meter machines and take the money out. Did you know that? <laughs> we got to read about others. We don't know where they've been at. They've been. They've gone through it. And when you start talking you about the alone. spiritual piece, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was saying you just can't you can't think that you're alone in this. And I, I think you can't you can't. I, I, no, I, I you really, can't. I really re- resonate that really resonates with me because, you know, you can't think that you're alone and and that's a, 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 one of the biggest things people need to read more and, and find these stories that a lot of the success that you think, I mean, it, it's just crazy. And I mean, like, I, I love Steve Jobs. And I mean, I like his, his whole methodology. That's why I talk about him so much. But even when he came with the iPad, a thousand, what he said, he, his biggest thing he, he wrote in uh, was a four. He wrote a thousand songs in your pocket. Brother, do you know there was a company out there called Astros that you don't even know who they are today? But there was a company yep. already out doing that. But he said, so what? We're going to do it better. We're going to innovate. IBM, man, I don't even know what happened to IBM. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know if they're still in business. But the thing about it is, 
he when the key thing that he said when when he went in there about IBM, he I mean he almost if you read the book he almost was about to hit the guy that said it. That's how serious he got. He we got to do it better than IBM. He like literally papers, chairs and slips. He was like, we're not doing it better than IBM. We're gonna do it different than IBM. That was the passion. He wanted to make change. It's not about whatever your goal and dreams is. I hear so many people, the first thing that comes out of their mouth is, I want to go into business, I want to do this, and I want to make a lot of money. Let me tell you something. If money is on the forefront of what you're trying to do, it is that is what you shall never have. You have to go yeah. with the mindset to know yeah. how you're going to change people's lives. Because people, uh, A.L. Williams said it best. He says, no matter what you do, if you come into it to make a dime and you come in to be a scam artist, people are going to, this is how he said, he said people are going to smell you out. It's only a matter of time. That's why we have a lot of one-hit ones. They create a product, they create a book, you know, people hear about them and they're gone. Yeah, because they, they didn't come in the game to help and inspire and change people's perspectives on life. They came in there to make a dollar bill. You got to go in there knowing what your why is, knowing what your dream, the dream that God gave you, that, that no one on this earth has. Your purpose is like your fingerprint. No one before you or after you will have it. So what are you going to do with it? Are you going to be the best at it or are you going to be nobody at it? Because if you, you know, you know, it, no one else is going to do it. You know, one of, the, one of the things that I admire, or obviously uh, the many things I admire about Dr. King First of all, I believe there will never, ever be another Dr. Martin Luther King in this lifetime. Because because if you read about Martin Luther King, you'll know there's no one even on the path like Dr. King was and what he stood and died for. But with Steve Jobs, people don't even know. He was so obsessed with his work, guys, that, mm-hmm. man, one time his buddy said, man, he, he didn't even bathe for, like, days. Like, he wouldn't even come out of the room, man. He was so obsessed with his work. He wouldn't eat. When you saw Steve Jobs on stage, he was he was obviously sick, but he wouldn't even eat, man. He forgot to eat because he spent 24 hours. He would pass out trying to get a phone call in, trying to get an email in, trying to set up a meeting in because he believed so strong in that. Somebody might say, well, you know what? I don't have that in me. I'm, I'm not Steve Jobs, and I don't – well, let me tell you. Steve Jobs would tell you, if you don't have what your passion is in you, you're in trouble because you're going to give up. Because when people say no and tell you no and they don't call you back and you think it's over and you don't get this hit and you don't get that hit and you get discouraged and you give up, then you didn't really want it. You didn't really want it. Yeah. You didn't really want it. Wow. So, you know, so you, you've got to – I would suggest to readers tonight, and I'm hoping people – Maybe we got a couple of callers or something, and I know I got to go to wind down, but I'm hoping that we have a couple of people who may ask some questions, you know, about direction-wise, all the information, viable information that Brandon has given you tonight. I mean, there has to be someone on the phone that wants to talk and ask something. Do we have any callers, Brandon? Um, we got we got a lot of callers, but no one is no – uh, uh, okay, I, I didn't mention it. Hey, guys, if you're new to the call – you're listening to the show tonight, and you would like to share a comment, question, uh, please press 1, and we'll um, put you in queue to talk. Uh, but kind of caveat of what you said, man, um, you you just really got under my skin just now because uh, 
Dan, that, that really touched me what you just said. I, I mean, everything that we talked about tonight, um, when you uh, just now, um, that made my heart flutter a little bit when you said that about, um, you know, if that's your passion and you don't have that type of philosophy about what your passion is, then you, you're in trouble because you, you're going to quit because it, it just can't be something you like. it got to be something that you're in love and you're obsessed with. Um, and, you know, I, I like to listen to, to, to music and um, – there's, there's a song um, that uh, Drake made, and a lot of you know a lot of people listen to the song, and a lot of people gather just different information from it. One of the things he, he was saying in the song called Ten Bands, and one of the things he said, he says, he says, I'm in my house, I got my phone turned off, I'm not taking no call, I got my curtain pulled back, I don't even know what time it is. He said, um, he said, I, I hit a stride, so I'm, I'm going in. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not getting off until until I get my message apart. And then he says, "I'm awake. Why they sleep? Let them rest. Let them rest in peace. Because I got a shine this year. I got to make a difference this year. I don't know what you're trying to do, but I'm trying to make a difference. I'm trying to shine this year. I'm trying to change my family this year. I'm trying to change yeah. the life of my friends this year. And I took that. I, I, and I look and I listen to it. I'm like, you know, these these successful people. Have a tendency to drop the nuggets and give you information that would literally blow your mind if you're listening. But you got a, what you call the activated reticulum that's in your head, meaning that you have to be exposed to certain things to be able to pick up on certain messages. It's like a it's like an FM AM radio. It's, you got to tune it to the right frequency to get the message in. So when you tune in, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Element, you receive the right message you need to take your life to the next level. A lot of us not in tune. You know, we we tune in. No, we, and then we tune out. Yeah, yeah, and you know, Brandon, and 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 one of and obviously my favorite, which is just like many other favorite, my favorite athlete, and will always, and I still say, just like there there never be another Dr. King, there'll never be a Michael Jordan, another Michael Jordan. Jordan. And the reason why I say that, let me tell you something. Michael, jo- I read his book. Let me tell you something. Michael Jordan every single day would go to the foul line and shoot five thousand free throws. Michael shot so many free throws in one day, he couldn't get out of the bed the next day. Listen, is that passion? Listen, Michael was one of the first athletes that started water aerobics. No athlete was doing that. He'd get in the pool and work 10 to 12 hours a day in a pool jumping up and down. Why do you think he's the best? Come on, man. (laughs) That's passion. (laughs) Michael became great because he – look at Michael Jackson. There'll never be another Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson wouldn't even sleep, man, because he was so obsessed with his work. Because he loved what he was doing, and he knew he was the best at it, and he knew in order to get what he wanted, he had to work like it was no tomorrow. That's what it's about. That's what it's about, Brandon. Yep. So, woo! Man, yes, sir. I, man, I, I think that we gave the people um, plenty of information tonight. And I, I really think, you know, uh, without a doubt, um, we really went in. Um, I, I believe that we really served the people. And like I said, we, we do this to, to inspire people, to give them hope, because uh, we're no different than you. We're going through the same trials and tribulations. It's just that um, we want it, and we want it enough that we're going to keep bringing it and bringing it and bringing it. Um, I'm telling you, the only, the only let me tell you guys, the only time you will not hear my voice, the only time will you not see me, on internet, the only time you see me not posting a video is, you know, I'm gonna tell you like this: if you ever see that that not happen, because I, I just won't give up. When you don't hear me, 
you don't see see me for a while or something, I'm either on my deathbed or I'm already dead. They go and get your your blacks and whites together because you'll be coming to my ceremony. That's the only way I'm gonna give up on my dream and my purpose. And I, my my last breath that I have on this earth, I will spend it trying to inspire somebody to greatness. That's how much I love what I do. I would I, I will take my passion, my dream to poverty. I have done it. I will do it again. It does not matter. I don't care about to lose everything, which I have. I'm still going to keep on fighting. I don't care if, if my family support me, my friends support me. It does not even matter to me. I'm still going to stay in the game. I'm still going to fight. I'm never going to give up, no matter what. I don't care if I didn't have no food to eat or have less than a dollar in my pocket. I'm never going to give up. And when you start thinking that way and you say, I only have one option on the table and I'm going to go after it no matter what, that nothing's going to stop me, nothing's going to tear me down. I only have one life to live and I'm going to make the best of it. That's how I live every single day. And I get disappointed. I get rejected. I hear no. I'm no better than anyone on this call. I get the same thing. I get I get the the, uh, the, the, the bills in the mail that I wasn't expecting. I get the unexpected expenses. I get the rejections. I get the people to tell me, no, no, Brandon, you're not ready for this. This is too big for you right now. I get it all the time, but I keep fighting. Still I rise. Still I rise, no matter what. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate each and every one, and definitely tonight we really appreciate uh, Dr. Um, Angelo Reynolds, my frat brother. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Brandon. I appreciate it, man. appreciate you. Yep. Yep. I I want you to know, you know, before you you, uh, get off that, you know, man, I don't take it lightly that you take your time. I know that you're a very busy person. You're a consultant, consulting different organizations and groups. Uh, I know it's a lot. Um, So um, I really would like to, because I know I'm diving into your book a little bit, man. And um, I, I wanted to really um, share with the audience that's listening right now, um, also to, you know, people that listen to this um, through archives and through iTunes, you know, you're an intricate part, man. We really appreciate you coming out. Can you share um, your contact information and your book, how to get a hold of those books? Because those are life-changing information in that book, Act of Change. Oh, my goodness, brother. I'm telling you, you and I got to talk about that, man. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, up, man. Yeah. But just get my hands on it. But just down, get my hands on it. But, you know, um, it, it's profound. And, you know, what you guys hear on the radio is totally different than what's in that book. I, I mean, you take it to a whole other level. And I think so many people need to read Active Change. Uh, it, it's not even funny. And um, we, 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 you guys need to reach out. And so share your information. Um, about about that book, about both your books, to be uh, to be honest, and your contact information. Someone wants to reach out to you, uh, be able to get some um, consultation or whatever. Yeah, to get some yeah. From How would it be able to get in touch with you? Yeah, well, you know, I I, I um just quickly, I know the, the the first book I wrote was Overcoming Obstacles, Beating the Odds, which is a very striking title, and people see that and it's it's like like oh, what is that about? And in a nutshell, it's really about a struggle young boy who was able to come up in spite of his setbacks and challenges as a kid, some of the things that happened to me. And then how was I able to do that and overcome that? And I talk about that. I give you anecdotal material that 
you can use in your life, you know, um, because I want it to be twofold. I want you to hear my story, but also tell you what I think is beneficial for you and what may help you if you are going through similar struggles or even worse. The second book is The Act of Change. Um, it's about making positive changes in your financial career, your life, uh, your 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 health, your spiritual being, and it's about transformations. And so everything that we do is an actual act. That means we may have to take the necessary action to make some changes, and that's what I talk about. How do we get ourselves in a position to make those changes, and what do we have to do? So, you know, I'm available online at uh, activechange.net. That's A-C-T of O-F change.net. If anyone wants to get in contact with me, go to the site there, hit contact. Um, Someone will get back with you within 24 hours. If you want consultation, just send us an email there. Um, There's phone numbers there. You can get in contact with us, and we'll be willing to talk with you. Okay, now I just re- I got a, uh, a text message just now. If someone asked um, about these books, if you could pick one uh, or two of these books and have a show on this book, because right now I, I guess the feedback people are getting is that they want to learn about how to make this transition, how to make this change. Sure, um, sure. That's what I've got a text message about that. Um, would you be open to something like that? Will, will we actually dive oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. This book? Yeah, Brandon, you know. Yes, listen, you, you orchestrated. Um, I'm open um, to, to discuss the books in full detail. Um, you pick the time, the show that you want to do it, and we'll discuss the book. In full. We'll go in and actually dissect the book in its entirety and give people some insight so they can see if it's something that they'd like to create in their archives. Yes, I'm willing to do that. Well, let, let's shoot. That, cause this is what the people are asking for. That, you know, I've, had, I've gotten three different different messages. Uh, just okay. now, I had uh, somebody send me a message saying, hey, um, I'm going to read it to you verbatim what they said. It says, I said I was going to get ready for the call, but I see that I was not ready for this call. Damn, this was a powerful show today. That's the response that, that, that we're getting, and we appreciate good, you good. guys um, to send these messages uh, into us. Um, and, you know, feel free to share this. I, I think that, you know, Dr. Reynolds, you know, he likes to hear. So, you know, if so, if you're still there and you're listening in and you want to share how this was impactful, how how some of the things that we talked about tonight impact you, please, you know, press one. Let us know, um, you know, how how this how this has helped you. Because at the same Absolutely. time, both him and I, we're both students. We're, we're trying to learn. So in order for us to help Absolutely. and bring you the material that you want and need to hear, we got to hear from you. We gotta hear from the people that 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 mm-hmm. means the most, that it matters mm-hmm. the most. Is hearing from mm-hmm. you. Um, so please, if you're still there, please uh, come on. And right now, yeah, we've got one person in queue already. Um, caller, you are now on the line with the motivational king and Dr. Angelo Reynolds. Hi, Brandon. <laughs> yes. Hi, this is a this is a, Um, I had did a play before. I- you can't even see me. But, yeah, I was listening, and I was so, like, I love every point that y'all just put out there because some of the points really makes a difference in what I've been going through recently, mm-hmm. and I've been mm-hmm. trying to point it out to other people also because I see them going through the same thing, you know. And I can't put them on the same mind frame because 
you said you said earlier that um you said something about having people realizing what they have to do, consulting, basically. Consulting with yourself. That's what I love. That was the it, consulting with yourself. I loved it. All that. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I'm just super excited. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, we're glad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. What's, what's your name again? Um, what's your name again? Adesua, a robot. Okay. Uh, and you yes, said I, I came yes. to see your play. Yeah, Tell I did a play you earlier. Know. I'm sorry, what? Were you soul sister? Were you soul sister? Yes, yes, yes. I was Miss yes, <laughs> Sister of the Universe. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That was me. <laughs> that was me. Okay. Thanks for coming out again once we're, again. Thank you. Well, we're, we're <laughs> glad that you shared that. Yeah, we're glad that you shared that with us, and, you know, we do this on a weekly basis, and we, we have information, you know, and it doesn't cost you anything, just your time, just to listen in, because, again, we've gone through this, um, we're still transitioning, and we feel that information is so powerful, but it's only as powerful when it's, applica- when it's applicable, that when, when you use it, that's when it's the best information. Yes, I understand, and I agree. Like, yeah. I wanted to, I had wanted to do so much, and then, it, like, people saying, like, you can't do all this at the same time. You got to yeah. start with yeah. one. I agree. I yeah. agree I have to start with one thing. But yeah. I disagree that I can't do it all. <laughs> I <disagree. laughs> so, you are, yes. yeah. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for being for being on and being a part of uh, our, our talk tonight. I, I really appreciate you. That that was definitely a pleasant surprise. Uh, <laughs> uh, wow. So um, uh, we, we really uh, appreciate you uh, coming on. Um, man, that, that that's that's real insightful. Um, and I hope you continue to uh, plug in. Um, and, and come on, because, I mean, we have a lot of different topics, and every week we talk about something different, and I'm going to let you know, like, you know, Dr. Reynolds' books are, are, are powerful. Um, you know, I wish that I had read your book before I wrote my book, because I, I think there's there some key components that even I could have added to my book. I think a book is never finished. You know, I, I think even when you write a book, you always can go back and, and do something. That's right. Um, That's right. That's right. Yeah. In your book. So. Yeah, likewise. Thank um, yeah. Oh, um, when you when are you gonna have any other conference calls? You have my Facebook, I'm sure. Yeah, um, we uh, have these every Wednesday. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay, we we have these uh, every every Wednesday at eight. Um, we have we have the Motivational King Radio Show every Wednesday. Uh, we also have a uh, we also have a another show. Um, it's called Spot, Spotlight, Inspirational Spotlight with Star, which is every Sunday from 8 to 9. Um, and last week was a powerful show. We had Miss um, uh, uh, Linda um, Dumfrey, um, Humphrey um, on, on the line. And, I mean, she was powerful. Uh, she was talking about um, relationships. Um, and we've had another phenomenal speaker this past one. I mean, I mean it's, we've, we've been having a lot of powerful, impactful um, people and 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 what um, True Star, the Sable Overtree does is uh, she concentrates a lot on the the female aspect of it to uh, to empower women with different social issues. Um, and I think you know I always tell people you know plug into her show. It's very powerful. Spotlight 
every Sunday at 8 o'clock, and my show is every Wednesday at 8 o'clock. And uh, we do this to inspire people and help people take their life to a whole other level. That, that, that is my job. I'm a life changer. I'm not a motivational speaker. I'm not an author. I am a life changer. I help people find out what it is that they want out of life and go after it. That is my job. That's what I do. Um, I applaud you, and thank you, because everyone needs that. Everyone needs someone to help them motivational-wise, because some people can't motivate themselves, and I don't see – I see it's difficult sometimes motivating myself also, and it's it's awesome that that you're putting it out there. And, Dr. Reynolds, I want your book, too. (laughs) I want your book, really. It's great. Well, what you can do is I'll send you a copy. Um, which one did you want? Um, uh, you it was twenty. The, the first one was overcoming obstacles, beating the odds. You know, I highly recommend that book as a first book to read for me because it really talks about. I mean, you'll do you'll you'll be amazed at some of the things that how we have similarities. Um, growing up, just as African Americans. And just some of the struggles that we've gone through, um, you know, I always recommend that first because that'll that'll give you some insight about who I am and what I was trying to do. You know. Amen. Because we all started from somewhere. Yes, we did. We all have a story. You have one too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I wanna uh, I wanna look into publishing something also, a book about okay. myself actually. Um. I haven't really started on too much of it. I have the introduction and the table of content, you know. But it's, I feel like it's a start. It's a start. Like it's a start. Yes. And and you and you have to have a starting point. We were talking about that tonight, having a reference point, which is your starting point, which guides you to the next step, and then you'll find yourself in fruition and completion if you only start. That is the first thing. Yes. So, so Brandon, will you give her about contact information so we can contact her? Yeah, I got her. I got her number, so I'll make sure okay. I reach out to her right after the call. Okay. And um, okay. And uh, I was gonna say, um, yes. And you can you put out the information for your uh, for your next play. Um, when is when is it gonna be location? We have a lot of people um, that's connected with us right now that's in the Atlanta area. So I want to talk. You know, give us. Give us some insight uh when the next performance will be. I haven't really um auditioned for any other plays recently. Um I got a little part time job recently, so I'm trying to That's good. Get that's good. Bills. <laughs> I'm trying to catch that's right, that's, bills, right. that's so. right. That's right. I'll keep you. That's right, that's right. Okay. Hey, I can't hey, I'm not mad at you about that. So uh, That's right at all. That's right. Yeah, um, I'll also keep too, Dr. Okay. Um also too okay. I will do the same thing. I'll make sure I'll make sure that um you get your information and both sure, of us will sure. send you a copy of the book. We're definitely appreciate Absolutely. you uh being being up here and sharing. Uh we have another caller. Um Okay. Caller, you are now live with the motivational king and Dr. Angelo Reynolds. I guess that would be me, right? <laughs> yes, sir, you on the air. Yes, sir. Morning, I should say doctors. Uh, we're going to say plural. Reynolds. <laughs> Y'all both changing people's lives. Uh, man, I swear, y'all dropping. I will say gold nuggets, but he's a platinum today. 
So uh, <laughs> I couldn't even catch them all. I couldn't juggle enough eggs if I tried right now. I couldn't juggle enough. <laughs> I just pick them up. Well, tell, tell us, tell us what you, tell us what you got. Tell us what you got from us talking tonight. What is, what is the, what was the most important thing that you got from us talking and sharing the information tonight? What's the most important thing for you tonight? Can't lie. I don't. I can't say what was the most important. Each one hit me. Okay. Each chapter okay. of this call hit me in a certain way. Okay. I will say one stuck out most, and I think that was at the beginning when we when you guys talked about the um, walking your own path. And Brandon mm-hmm. was speaking about that running out of gas. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Woo! Can't, can't Woo! Yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, yes, I, sir. Times I've been. I'm I'm on a path that. I hear every matter of fact. Just three, two days ago, I had to hear from my aunt. Oh, you doing something else now? Yeah, yeah man. I, I mean, I've know, been there, got that. Yeah, I know. I know. You are. I mean, I'm on this path that I see nobody in my family has ever tried. I Both know it. I know it. Family that I'm around, at least in this state of affairs, on this side of the earth, um, they are all college educated and. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Herman, yeah. each one has become a PhD of some sort in their own field. Right, 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 right. Here I am, the the kid who did not go to finish his college education. And, it's okay. And it's okay though. I, well, I mean, <laughs> I, I, it's not. Oh, don't get me wrong. It's not that I'm really hurting right. about it. It's just that right, I, have to, right, I right. have to face that sure. because sure. when I face them, right, just right. Of, I have to hear right. every single time I'm around, not just them, but just some people in general. I get on Facebook. Yeah. And I, I have to still be myself. And it's difficult because I know I'm on this on this and I say, Brandon, don't be offended. I'm on this path that I'm kinda of by myself, you know. Yeah. Because he I mean yeah. my brother can only do so much, you know, when it comes down to it. Mm-hmm. Um can't expect anybody to hold my hand and lead me along mm-hmm. the way. If that's the case, that means I'm also in his footsteps too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. So yeah, it just did not that 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 touch with me. Um it's so much more that just along this call I've just been Peeling, peeling layers. Yeah, that's good. And a t- yeah, and a tear well, well, coming. Just, you know, it. yeah. it's like peeling an onion. You know what I'm saying? It's just an allergic yeah. reaction. Yeah, it is. It's bittersweet. <laughs> it really, no, it really is bittersweet. Exactly. It is. Yeah, it is. Because, yeah. because you know, because because I mean, you know, like I mean, you know, we 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 expect people to like we said before. I know. I for me personally, I expected everybody to be so encouraging, and I'm doing this and that. And when I didn't get it, man, I I was actually, to be honest with you, I was mad at everybody. I, I was mad at everybody, man, but I don't think I fully understood their perception and what they thought I should have been rather than what I was trying to do they didn't understand. And I think that's what we – I think as entrepreneurs, whatever business you're in, you have to understand what your position is and what your your true calling is rather than somebody's perception and what they think you should be. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, oh, yeah. 100%. I, that, 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 and with that being said, that that touches base again because I have, in numerous times in my life, have changed my strategy maybe or goals in general or even my dreams based on what someone had given me, a, you know, their perception of me. Yep, and I have too. That, <laughs> I mean, we're talking about that had really affected and, 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 and Dr. Draper knows my story for the most part that yep, it really yep. affected how I walk walk through life. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be real about it. We want to be transparent. 
uh, it still affects me to this day. The things that Absolutely. I've been, you know, from, you know, things that have been told to me at childhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I still have my days where I battle it. I'm, I've gotten much, much better, I'll say, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you I'm a, I'm a completely fixed man. Yeah, well. But, uh, it's so, yeah, it's just, get, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot to try and swallow today, so uh, I'm, I'm going to have to get a recorder in this one and uh, kind of play this one back a few good times. But I, I thank hey, you all, both brothers. Thank you all you, very you, much. Hey, um, uh, Damien, you, you could um, also, if you go to Blog Talk Radio, you type in Thinking Forward, um, Inc., you actually can play all the shows that we ever aired. You always can go down there. You can go there and download these shows. Or you can go mm-hmm. to iTunes. If you got like an iPad, you can go to iTunes and type in the Motivational King Radio Show on iTunes. And every show that we've ever aired from day one, you can download it straight to iTunes if you got your iPad. Um, and also, um, each show that we, after we broadcast, uh, give it about 10 minutes. As soon as you go there, you can go right on my Facebook and download the show um, right there by going to take you right to the link uh, to uh, uh, Blog Talk Radio. And then you can download the radio, you can put it on your phone, you can put it on your iPad, whatever you want, whatever tool you have, you can download each and every one of these calls and, and play it back, um, you know, on over and over and over and over and over. I, I mean, that's one of the things that, that we make sure that we do because we want people to get the message. We have, you know, tonight we had over 120 people on this call, and I'm telling you, 120 people may listen in, but I guarantee you by Friday, it'll be almost four or five hundred and some people because what they do is people that miss the call, they listen to the archive version of it. So we have more archives than we actually have people that actually call in. Yeah. And, then, and then the numbers I'm giving you is not even tabulating how many people listen to it live on streaming on the Internet. So right. um, you're, if you miss one, just know that you can always listen to it. Um, like I said, we have more people listening to us all over the world um, just off of archives that we've done versus people that call in live. Um, so, so I'm, I'm, this, 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 that's there for you. Um, the plug-in is for you to help you download it, listen to it, whatever you need to, to get yourself balanced. And I received what you were saying earlier. Sometimes you got to do it by yourself, but just know that you're not by yourself, okay? That's you know, right. You're, not, but if you're definitely you want, not. That's right. You know, you're yeah. never by yourself. If, but if you want to do certain things, hey, man, have fun in it. But know that when times get difficult, you need a shoulder, you just want to talk to, that we're here. For you, and that's for everyone that's on here. Um, you reach out to me. My email is info at thinking forward inc. And that's inc. I don't do tattoos. Thinking forward inc. dot com. And shoot me an email. I guarantee I will answer you. Um, I will reply to you. Same thing with Dr. Angelo. Um, he will reply to you um, as soon as possible. Usually, I answer my emails relatively quickly. Um, no more than 24 hours, I will respond back to you. And if it's something that's real imminent and you're going through something, um, you know, I, I don't mind sharing my number with you. If you reach out to me, you know, we can talk about it. That's what I'm here for. That's my job, and I ask nothing in return. Um, but for you just to share the message of, of what we're doing, um, share share our platform with other people and let other people know what we're doing and how it can impact their lives. That's what I ask you um, in return. Um, other than that, we're here for you literally 24-7 because, as we all know, pain and suffering is at an all-time high. And we want to help people restore hope and inspiration in their lives. So we appreciate each and every one of you guys that's on. 
the show tonight. We appreciate you. We do not take it lightly. There's other things you could be doing right now. Um, you could have been cooking, cleaning, sleeping, doing a whole lot of things. So we appreciate you being tonight. Um, Dr. Reynolds, do you have any closing words um, you want to close out with tonight? No, I just want to say, again, just to reiterate, we say thank you again. I'm saying it personally. We appreciate your calls. It means a whole lot because we can't do this alone. Uh, we share information, but we learn from you too. It's about a learning process. And so when you come on and you share information with us, it's a process of educating us as well. So we're in this together. We don't know everything, but we share what we have so we all can grow. Does that sound Ooh, hey guys, this is the Motivational King. I love you. And until next week, we're going to be on a blast. We got a full show next week. It's going to be explosive, taking to another level. This is your moment for life. Seize it while you can. When it comes to your next event, the right speaker can have a huge impact on the energy interaction and success of your event and make you a superstar meeting planner. And here's the thing, there's a huge difference between a good speaker and a phenomenal speaker. Meet Brandon Draper, the motivational king for your next meeting, and he's going to ensure your event will start thinking forward. Brandon will set the tone for your event by inspiring your attendees and getting the crowd engaged. And he will make sure that when they get back out in the real world, they are equipped with the playbook, a best-selling book, Becoming Who You Should Be Despite Who You Are, a game plan for success, and a mindset to succeed. Brandon has been a professional speaker ever since his adolescent years, with multiple life-changing events under his belt. And he's a best-selling author, having done events for diverse companies like United Way, Morehouse School of Medicine, Reaching Beyond the Stars, Inc., Duke's Way Academy, Inc., and the Chamber of Commerce, and many more. With Brandon, the audience doesn't just listen, they learn. They take action by making different decisions, searching within themselves, and making commitments to take their performance to the next level. Brandon prides himself on connecting with the audience, while other speakers simply communicate a message that a monkey could deliver. Brandon is a strong leader, and thanks to his personalized approach, the content he presents will be much memorable, and you'll get a huge return on investment whether he's your opening speaker or closing speaker, or does both. Brandon will be the motivation your event needs and maximize the retention and profitability on your investment. Watch Brandon's demo to see him in action. Give him a call at one 678 3391 to discuss your event or click the contact button at startthinkingforwardinc.com.